0: Hey there. Welcome to Football with Grant Wall. Thanks so much for joining me. That's how this podcast would normally begin. With a welcoming smile. You could virtually hear it in the words. The beautiful smile. Belonging to Grant Wall. Happy to be talking about the game he so loved. Grateful to have the company of an audience sharing his passion. Tragically, Grant passed away at the age of 48 yesterday. My name is Chris Whittingham, and I've been producer and eventually co-host of this podcast for more than two years, let me first start by saying I'm crestfallen for Grant's family and his wife, Dr. Celine Gounder, a frequent guest on this program of whom he was so, so proud. I'm crestfallen for his friends, some of whom he shared with me, and I'm crestfallen for anyone who came into any contact with Grant because I saw the ways their lives are better for it and the cruelty his loss leaves. He passed while at the Netherlands-Argentina World Cup quarterfinal in Qatar. My God, he would have loved that game. He spent a year in Argentina in the 90s, developed an affinity for the country, more than an affinity, really. Were it not for his imperious journalistic standard, he probably would have stood up and cheered Lautaro Martinez's winning spot kick. The last communication I sent to Grant was asking when we would record our post-match reaction to the day's breathless football. The last thing he wrote, he probably didn't even plan on writing a reaction to Croatia-Brazil. But who, with even a mild affinity for the game we love, wouldn't want to say something about that occasion? These podcasts, speaking to you, became a massive part of my life, and I know a massive part of his. It was the first thing he did after leaving Sports Illustrated, his home of more than 20 years. He wanted to keep the podcast going, in the throes of the COVID pandemic, as his wife was trying to save the world. He bounced back, to speak to footballing giants like Tyler Adams, Landon Donovan, and Jurgen Klopp. It was around this time that I reached out to him. He had just started. and I remember him telling me that he wanted to produce the podcast himself after an initial launch with his good friends at the Total Soccer Show. I think he fairly quickly came to the realization he was probably a little bit more than he can chew. As a Total shot in the dark, I reached out to Grant to see if he wanted production help. He had kindly been a guest on previous shows I had done, including Chelsea mic'd up with our friend Michael Ryan Ruiz. But I didn't know him that well. I figured it'd be a message that would in all likelihood go unread. I'd just been let go of a job. I was alone during the pandemic, trying to think of what my next move would be. And he responded almost immediately. He'd be happy to take me on. And he shared in his huge standing in the game. I was on a Zoom with Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt, and Klopp and some of my heroes. I couldn't believe my luck. For him, probably something he barely even gave thought to. He shared. He was kind. That was just what he did. Who he was. As the days and months went on, he eventually allowed me to come on the podcast as a voice, despite my credentials paling in comparison. Might as well have not even existed. But he treated me as an equal. I was almost uncomfortable with how much of my opinion was heard. It was his show. But he shared. And he was kind. That was just what he did, who he was. The idea we did this for the last time is almost too much to bear. The uppouring has been overwhelming, and I could bang on about who, Titans in football, Titans in other sports, world leaders, but I want to focus on what they said instead. The number of stories about how Grant, the leading voice in American soccer, allowed for even soon-to-be competitors to flourish as the sign of the man. None stuck out to me more than the message of Nate Scott. Of USA today he tweeted after SI layoffs grant called me with four people who had lost jobs who I quote needed to hire right away and walked me through their resumes in detail at the end of the call I asked how many other editors he had called he admitted six and he had ten more to go grant himself was part of SI layoffs always others ahead of himself Pablo Mauer, now the athletic we laid a story about how in 2013, the U.S. Soccer Federation refused to credential him for the U.S. Open Cup Final. Graham barely knew Pablo, he relays, yet he made one phone call and got him in. Quote, a year later, he pushed to get my outlet a World Cup credential. I may not exist in this business without Grant's tutelage and help, Pablo said. He shared. He was kind. That was just what he did. It was who he was. He helped grow the women's game immeasurably always keen to point out that anything that happened in the World Cup happened in the Men's World Cup, because the Women's World Cup was on equal footing. Always was for him. Didn't need a U.S. Soccer CBA negotiation to tell him. From writing the cover story in 1999 after the U.S.'s World Cup win, to his insistence to have guests not just from the U.S. Women's Game, but all over the world on this program. He was a champion for this sport, that still does not get enough mainstream media coverage in this country. Becky Sauerbrunn of the Portland Thorns and the U.S. Women's National Team writing, the soccer community lost a real one today. And for women's soccer, one of the originals who helped drive our game forward. Grant Wall never shied away from asking the tough questions, the right questions, the ones that got to the heart of the matter. He will be greatly missed. Chris Long, owner of the Kansas City Current in the NWSL and friend of Grant's, saying his wife Angie and I are devastated. We have together known Grant for 30 plus years. The Kansas City Current wouldn't exist without having had Grant's advice. He was our first call. He is a legend. His words were always insightful, honest, powerful, but his actions made all of our lives better. I could go on about his qualities. He was a dogged journalist, committed to cover Qatar not just as a football tournament, but as the human rights catastrophe it has been. He grew the game in this country as much as anyone. The 99ers and the 94 Men's World Cup team played their part, but Grant was there to tell their stories, as precious few others were. He was recognized the world over for it. You couldn't ignore that American football, soccer as we call it, soccer as he would call it, could eventually not be ignored by the globe, as subsequent U.S. Men's World Cup performances, and certainly Women's World Cup performances, would bear out. As a human being, he was a trusted companion. I actually only met him in person a handful of times. The first more than a year and a half after we met digitally in Nashville ahead of the USA Canada World Cup qualifier. The last, just six weeks ago in New York, at his favorite haunt in the city, Smithfield. I've heard his favorite table in the outdoor area will be named in his honor. It is the very least he deserves. His friends probably can't fathom that they've watched a Champions League Tuesday with him for the last time. To spend time with Grant, just have a smile put on your face to become a better person. I've said a lot, and I don't know how to end this, because how could it possibly be over? How could I possibly have talked to him for the last time? I'll just say he shared. He was kind. That was just what he did. It was who he was.